Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from not only where Oprah and Reese Witherspoon grew up, but the birthplace of bluegrass music. I'm sorry, Oprah's from Chicago. But she grew up here. Oh, yeah? I'm just telling you what I just read. Oprah, uh, Reese Witherspoon, I think I'm kidding, um, and... Um, yeah, all grew up in Nashville. Reese Witherspoon and Taylor Swift. So even though today, <laughs> so that's a fact. That's a fun fact that Jack didn't even know. Yeah, wonder why I didn't know that. <laughs> that's okay. That's why you have me. Today, Jill and I talk about how much energy have you put into your W two jobs so far in your life. Mm. This it's is scary. Good. It's a scary no, amount. I'm glad we're going to talk about this. So. Will you give the, the preface again from yesterday that Jill you mentioned? Jill and I were talking, uh, sitting at a Wendy's restaurant mm -hmm. somewhere in southern Ohio, two, one or two days ago, and uh, there were some very, very energetic, intelligent young people working in Wendy's to try to fix on their own the soda machine. And I started thinking, what if these kids put this kind of energy into owning their own business or uh, getting a college degree or, you know, God forbid, buying and selling land? Yeah. It's it was so hard to watch. Jill and I were like, God, these kids are brilliant. They're re they were really getting into it. <laughs> and then so, we yeah. started, looked at each other and said, well, how long did you have a job like that? And how long did you work for somebody else? And think about how much money you generated and how much energy you put into that uh, to do well in that environment. And we both kind of had a tear in our eye because yeah. it was a lot. And we'll talk more about that because I'm sure a lot of you listening are in that situation. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the land uh, investors.com online community. It's free. And I hope you know by now, Jill and I own a very specific use commercial printing company to get your offers to owners in the mail. It's called offers the number two owners.com. If you don't know about it, check it out. Go to the website um, and they'll, they'll immediately, you will immediately see why it's so popular and why people use it. Yep. All right, Chase wrote, I have noticed that two, or excuse me, I've noticed that offers to owners has shown a significant decrease in the amount of mail sent in recent months. Any idea why? This is interesting. And the one of our members responded in here, and I've got the response. It says, Stephen wrote, I can't speak for everyone, but in my case, I loaded up on mail a while back, and I'm just getting through it. I plan on loading up again as we get towards the end of the year, as if I need to write off, if I need to write off a certain amount to get me under a tax bracket, if I need an expense. That's kind of interesting. But anyway, so it does ebb and flow, even with us. Our orders don't come in. Um, we do bigger orders like quarterly, don't we? Not necessarily monthly. O2O runs, I'm a, O2O falls under my side of the sheet. Well, yeah, my uh, direction, not Jill's. And so I'll explain it to her while I explain it to you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm just going to be sit back. Let me know. Let me Enjoy. know what I can talk. Enjoy the weather out here at yeah, the lake. Yeah, I will. We run specials intentionally uh, at certain times of the year, and people that, that are very that are successful at this and re regular uh, regularly sending mail 
know that it's not even. They know that they know everybody starts out saying, well, I'm going to send out 10 or 20, 10,000 units of a mail a month. And then what happens is you get too many deals or you, uh, you have an incredibly successful mailer and maybe one that's not so successful. So as much as we want it to all be even, it's not. Throw into on top of that. Uh, promotions that we run from time to time and so what people like to do is buy a hundred thousand unit bank of pro of uh, mail and then use it for the entire year and so they'll use 20,000 at a time or 5,000 at a time or however whatever they're comfortable with so my point my very simple point is how many units are uh, purchased is not reflective of what goes out in the mail and that's by design. Uh, in Stephen's case, he's talking about incurring a ton of expenses in the third quarter, which we happen to be in right now, and pre-ordering for next year so we can incur that expense to offset his revenue in this year, not next year. I hope that makes sense. We're in the fourth quarter. Oh, far, fourth quarter share okay. is what I meant. Thank you. You're welcome. Today's topic, how much energy have you put into your W-2 jobs? This is why you're listening. This can I jump in and tell sure, a story real quick? For sure. So this this makes me think of a call that I had um, a week or so ago. I've talked to this person two times um, about joining Land Academy, and and it keeps coming up the what's needed and can I guarantee it? You know, it's just kind of funny. We've gone can you over guarantee it. How can I can I guarantee success? Can no. I guarantee? Well, hold on a moment. Let me um, let me finish my sentence. <laughs> Let me finish my okay, point. Well, I have a lot to say about I that. I know that. Well, we're, we're saying the same thing. Okay. Trust me, we're on the same page. <laughs> okay, if I do this, I do that. Can you, you know, it was just kind of funny. It's like, and I said, and I finally told the person, I said, look, I can guarantee it about as much as I can guarantee if I, you know, enroll you in college, you're going to graduate. I can't guarantee that. You have to go to class. You have to show up. You have to take the test. You have to study. You have to earn your degree. I can't guarantee that. I can't guarantee you're going to keep your job. You know, it was just kind of like, he's like, all right, I kind of get it. I said, but here's what I can say. And it's, it ties into the energy and it ties into what you're focused on. I said, look, and I can tell this person's young and they have a lot of energy like i said and they've scheduled these calls and i've called them back because they have this laundry list of questions so i'm like you know i'm gonna call this person and, and answer all their questions and and the whole the big picture is and i had to tell this person your only job right now is to go now sit down and have a conversation with yourself and decide what you want to do you know how much money it takes you know how much is involved you know all about the thing you know what what we're who we are you know how i'm going to give you a road map i'm going to give you from zero to a hundred all the steps you need to do to have a business like mine make a good living have a nice life some people may you know take it to the whatever make a great living off of it kind of thing it's going to come from you just to show up i said you're going to have to if you really want to be successful and you're talking about how fast can i do this you're gonna to have to put your head down all your energy in not go out not take trips not, i mean and really focus do your day job what you have to do and then when you leave that day job you get your rear home and you focus on this and you will get there it's so it's my point is you're going to be as successful as much uh, depending on at whatever it is that you focus your energy on so if you're focusing your heart and soul uh, and you're an, an accountant 
and you wake up in the morning and you live, eat, and breathe your job, which a lot of people do, and it's, I'm not saying things right or wrong, but you're gonna be you're gonna be amazing at it, right? You're gonna be very successful at it. We we took on a pizza empire a couple of years ago. We thought that was something to do, but and we had to take a step back and go, hold on a moment. We were at a tipping point. What do we want to put our energy on? We know if we pour all our energy in this pizza company, it's going to be successful. But then it's going to take away from Land Academy and our land business. And we're like, we don't want to do that. We need. We knew we need to focus our energy over here. So my point of this whole thing is, where are you s- spending your energy? I know you're going to get scientific on me. Uh-uh. Okay. I was actually going to get pure, simplify it really well. Okay. Where are you focusing your energy is where you're going to be successful. Don't half-ass it. Yeah. If you have a job at Wendy's and the, and the soda machine's broken, uh, appoint yourself to go fix it as much as you can or get or manage the person that you're going to call to get it in there and fix it. So it's the same thing with land. I never, I've never half-assed a job in my entire life. I've had, I've been a waiter, a bartender, oh, I've had all those jobs uh, and I've never done it halfway. Mm-hmm. And so if you're, if you have that personality type and you're certainly not going to do it, uh, you know, halfway for Land Academy. So I think that it's very, very uh, smart to maybe while you're in high school, have some jobs that pay okay, that are terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, this pushes you to get some education, get some formal education, whatever that means to you, and then get a W-2 job based on that formal education. Let's use accounting uh, to continue with, continue with Jill's example. Mm-hmm. Get an accounting degree, go work as an accountant, and decide if it's for you. Have a boss, uh, but don't do it halfway. Pour your soul into that. Uh, hopefully, you'll get a promotion or, or or get recruited from another company. And then at some point, for me, it was about two, between two and four years, you're going to decide, I'm working too hard at this. I'm doing too well, and I'm too successful at it. I need to start doing this for myself mm-hmm. on the side. Maybe it's land. Maybe it's uh, buying a chain of convenience stores. Maybe it's manufacturing. There's a tons and tons and tons of things that you can do mm-hmm. that will create equity for yourself, not somebody else. Right. Exactly. It's just, I think a lot of people are putting a lot of energy in their W-2 job. Maybe you need to take a step back too and look at it. Maybe you're surprised by this. Like, oh shoot, you know what? I am focusing. I want to be an investor. But I'm spending so much over here and I, and there's nothing, I think there's nothing wrong with that. That's good. You're going to have to make a shift in your head and you might have to put a lot of energy into both, which you can, but you're going to have to take it away from something else. This is like what I was telling this gentleman. I'm like, it's probably going to be your social life, your fun, whatever it is. You know, I, we, I've talked to people a long time ago too about, you know, joining Land Academy while you have a W-2 job. This is the time you sit the family down and say, daddy's going to be busy. Your mommy's going to be busy. You know, I've got to, you know, all my evenings are going to be looking at deals and I may not be around a whole lot right now, but there's a reason for it. You're the only woman on the planet who understands that. Thanks. You know, and like I've done that with, this is what we did back when we were writing Land Academy. He was focused on you know, getting the equipment and learning the equipment. And there was so much involved in all of that. Oh my gosh. So I took over that. I took over the land business while you were working on most of the education part. Nobody raised the kids. And that out. And and it shows now. They did. They were so, (laughs) they were barefoot. With dirty faces. Barefoot with the candy bars. (laughs) (laughs) Those were ripped up pants. (laughs) 
<laughs> they were wearing floods, no shoes, <laughs> and eating candy bars and drinking cokes. But but hey, we got Land Academy done, <laughs> and I kept and, uh, candy bars in their hands. And we uh, by selling land. We got our kids out of our lives too. That's yeah. why we're in this RV right now. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's not where our energy was focused. There you go. He focused on one business, and I focused on the other. <laughs> <laughs> but, but and then we took we took care of I would make you a sandwich the kids are fine they're growing <laughs> so yeah it was good oh, our poor children they, thank goodness they don't listen to this they'd be saying uh huh yeah yep. yeah remember oh, me yeah, they would they'd say, oh you remember that, what, you remember us yep. Wednesday's Kit Kat day yeah that's hilarious like, my favorite was one time when, when you were, I don't know where I was, but it was you and number three alone trying to come up with sandwiches and there wasn't a lot of food in the house. So what you guys, you guys came with some creative sack lunch ideas. I'm like, oh, this poor kid, these like parents. What? Oh, I just think it involved Ritz crackers and not even Ritz crackers. It involves saltines for bread. And I'm like, these poor people think that You can this- make 25 sandwiches out of, you know. You can make one sandwich, or you can make 15 saltine sandwiches. And I'm sure he enjoyed them. Yeah. I know, but it's so funny. I'm sure the teachers are like, are you guys really that poor? <laughs> <laughs> That's not... <laughs> That's what it, it looked like. I don't care. I know. He, a, he loved it. Plus, then I, I found out later, he's like, when I have 10 of these, I can share, I can trade two of them, still have these left over. For a candy bar. <laughs> yeah. It all ends up in candy bars anyway. Exactly. All right. So, anyway, I think we covered this. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called Making Land Transactions Too Difficult. You are not alone. In your real estate ambition. Some people it's come do. come to my attention that for whatever reason, and I think I have an idea why, some people who have more of my personality type than Jill's mm-hmm. make things difficult when they don't need to be. Yep. And we'll talk all about that tomorrow. Yep. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Jack and I are, by the way, very aware that not everyone has $100,000 lying around to take down some of these great deals. So do not worry. All you need to do is go find them and then come to us and we will fund them. Check out landinvesting.com. Or you can also spend a note to support at landacademy.com. We'll point you in the right direction. If you've got a great deal and you need funding for it, we'll hook you up. Just having too much fun out here in Nashville. It's landfunding.com, not landinvesting.com. But that's Didn't okay. I say landfunding.com? No, it's okay. All right. Well, whatever. You landfunding.com. Thank you. That's why you're here to correct me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she loves that. I do. <laughs> we, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property.